Hey friend, Rebecca here. Welcome to Love Is Not Dead, Just My Husband. Now I know that the pain of a loss may seem never ending and we can let it eat us alive and break us down to our weakest point or we can choose to live. My question is, do you just want to survive or do you want to thrive? So if you're ready, I want you to join me here each week so we can widow our own way together. This episode may be a little controversial, depending on where you're at in your grief. For me, it's been four years, six months, and 16 days. I'm a completely different widow today than I was after Tom died. Sometimes I look back wondering what I could have done different. My question for you is, what do you expect as a widow? This is where we're all different. This is also exactly what I mean when I say to widow your way. Our wants, needs, and expectations are different. And being a widow means something different to all of us. I totally expected to be a sad, lonely old lady eating breakfast alone at Bojangles at 6 a.m. every morning and never to remarry again. I had to figure out what being a widow meant for me, and I was scared. This is probably one of the main reasons why I didn't look for help until it was too late. Today, I want to talk about support groups. I think we expect people to be there for us a lot longer than they actually are. In most cases, widows are only the center of attention for about a week or so. Everyone has to get back to work. They have their own families that they need to take care of. And if you're like me, you probably felt like no one wanted to be bothered anymore with the sad widow. I totally felt sorry for my best friend, Angie, who lived next door. She witnessed my depression and watched me cry every day while she was also dealing with her own grief. But I'm also very grateful for her because not everyone has that type of support. My son also lived with me, and I tried my best not to let him see me be sad or cry, which is probably not the best thing to do because now I feel like that's also how he handles death and grief. Why did I feel like I had to pretend to be so strong in front of him? Again, another reason why I should have reached out for help sooner. I want to talk about the importance of finding a support group that's right for you and what to expect. If you want to be physically around people, you might want to try finding widows in your area. But if you just can't bear the thought of leaving your house, you can look online. There are so many options out there for you, and I may not even be the right option for you. You may want to listen to a few episodes of this podcast first just to see if you agree with my opinions or like my frankness. You might not even like my sense of humor. And just so you know, I'm also more about being positive and moving forward, and not everyone is ready for that. And it's okay. I'll be here for you when you need me. Now, I will admit that I used to stereotype widows as old people, but that's only because I'd never met a young widow. And I truly believe there is a lot of wisdom to gain from an elderly widow, so if you know someone, you should talk to them. 
but I've also learned that there's so many different widows out there to share advice. There are widows of different ages, races, religions, and sexual orientation. There are widows with young kids, adult kids, no kids, adopted kids, or even foster kids. Widows who want to remarry and have more children, and widows that just want to stay single forever. And I do believe that you can still be considered a widow even if you're not legally married. Let's face it, a piece of paper doesn't always define a relationship. So with that being said, you may want to look for a support group that has widows that are more similar to you. The only reason I wish I had found a widow support group at the time Tom had died was just so I can be around other people who knew how I was feeling. It is comforting knowing that you're not alone. Maybe a little bit of guidance on what to expect next, or just being able to share your thoughts and feelings without judgment. But the thing is, I wasn't a big sharer of feelings back then, and I don't know if I would have spoken up anyway. But I do know that hearing other people's stories do bring me comfort. And if you're anything like me, you probably just didn't want to be a bother to your family and friends anymore. So finding a support group is the perfect answer. And really, who doesn't appreciate a story worse than yours to make you feel like there's a little bit of hope? And don't be mad. Plenty of you are thinking it. I just said it. Now, sometimes an outside perspective is just what you need, and sometimes it's not. This is the reason I'm glad I didn't find a support group right after Tom died. I think when we're overly sensitive, we're also very impressionable. We tend to feed off of other people's energy. So if you're around someone who complains or gossips all the time, you're going to find yourself doing the same thing. Just as if you're around someone who's positive and encouraging all the time, you may find yourself being more happy and optimistic. This is why picking the right support group is important. Depending on where you're at in your grief may determine the type of people that you want to be around. Right after Tom died, I was sad, depressed, and angry. Mostly angry. Angry that Tom had left me, angry because I wasn't there when he died, angry because I felt we had some unresolved issues, angry because now I had to do everything by myself. I was angry and resentful for a while, and I was saying some pretty harsh things to people, and I'm not sure if being around another angry widow would have been right for me. I think it would have just fueled the fire, and trust me, I didn't need to be pumped up any more than I already was. I felt so defensive and offended by everything. I was offended because people didn't know Tom was dead. I was offended by the people who did know. I would say the damnedest things. And it really wasn't even about what I was saying. It was more about how I said it. My replies were sarcastic and I made sure they stung. Sometimes I felt bad afterwards, and sometimes I didn't. It really just depended on the day and who I was offending. I know people mean well, and sometimes they don't know what to say, and my replies were pretty harsh. But at the time, I felt like everything was falling apart, and I really just didn't care. 
the worst thing that I ever said to anyone was Tom's sister. And this was at their dad's gravesite when we went to spread some of Tom's ashes. Someone made the mistake of asking, did anyone have a few words to say? All I can hear in my head was Tom telling me all the things that he ever wanted from his family. We moved to Kentucky to live in his childhood home so he can reunite his family somehow. He really just wanted to be just like his dad, someone whose very presence was like a gravitational pull, just full of love and kindness. Tom felt like he failed, and now he's dead. I was feeling defensive and angry that Tom didn't get everything that he wanted. And I had some things that I wanted to say. Now, I'm not going to repeat them all here. But basically, I told Tom's sister that he loved her, but didn't like her, and then proceeded to tell her why. These are things that Tom confided in me during his times when he was angry with her. I knew he didn't mean these, and these are words that I should have never repeated. But I wanted every person around me to feel as hurt as I was. I wanted everyone to suffer just like me. But weren't they already suffering? Didn't they just lose their brother? Were they not grieving too? Why did I say these things? Mean, hurtful things. This wasn't me. These were people that I loved dearly. And they had been my family for 18 years. To me, my behavior was horrible and unacceptable. This was definitely not the sweet sister-in-law they knew and loved. I was becoming a bitter and angry widow. And I didn't like that person. Expectations can go both ways. So this is a message for the ones listening to this that are not widows. I hope my story can give you a little insight on how a widow might be feeling. But here's the thing. Please don't be offended. Have some patience. And just remember that grief takes time. It would be nice if there was a 90-day free trial on grief. If you decide you don't like it, you can return it with no questions asked. Or maybe there was a one-year warranty that covers damages caused by grief, such as extreme sadness, detachment, anxiety, bitterness, and inability to sleep. That's my best infomercial impersonation. But the thing is, just don't expect this to be a one-and-done type of situation. Grief changes us, but we get to choose how we widow. This is why it's so important to surround yourself with people that have similar beliefs, wants, and needs. Not just as widows, but life in general. We need to stay encouraged and feel supported in whatever stage of grief that we're in. My hope is that grief doesn't take you down a path of anger and resentment, but more on a path of enlightenment. Who are you? Who do you want to be? What are you expecting? And not just as a widow. What I've learned about expectations is sometimes we don't know what our expectations are until they're not met. 
so maybe it's just best to not expect anything at all. What I wanted and needed four years ago is completely different from today, so my needs for support have changed too. As a widow now, I no longer need a support group for newly widows because it feels like I'm reopening a wound that won't heal. What I do want now is a support group that's more aligned with my acceptance of Tom's death and moving forward. Because after all, love is not dead, just my husband. I just want to take a minute to say a quick thank you to everybody who's listening, following, sharing, rating, and leaving reviews. This all means so much to me, and it really helps other people find me too. There's also been a couple of DMs on Facebook and Instagram. I just want to say again, thank you, and I appreciate all the love and support that you guys have shown me. It really does mean a lot. I just can't say thank you enough. And if you're interested in being a part of my tribe of widows, I do have a private Facebook group called Widow Your Way. Now, this is a place of positivity for widows moving forward in their grief and discovering that they have a whole new life for themselves. In this group, we encourage and support each other, knowing that during this journey, we are all learning to widow our own way. I really hope to see you there. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Love Is Not Dead, Just My Husband. I really hope you've been inspired to move forward just a little or a lot. And always remember to widow your own way. I know it takes time to get there, but you won't find me sitting around waiting for my life to begin any longer. So I hope you tune in each week to see what comes next. And if once a week isn't enough, you can head on over to my Facebook and Instagram so we can chat. I would love to hear your thoughts on today's episode and get to know you better. And please, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, give me a five-star rating, and leave a review so you never miss an opportunity to hang out with me 